0: I got down my sports for my school.
1: Really? That's nice of you.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt. Alongside me today
1: is my cousin Adam Schmidt. As always, Adam, how are you? I'm excellent. Now that I can get to look at your bare face all day, uh, um, I didn't put the "I lost the bet" sign up, beautiful. but uh, I'm, this is—I am paying off my bet uh,
2: of no longer having facial hair. Thanks, Xavier, for losing the crosstown shootout. Appreciate that. <laughs> this is—I uh, feel like—I um, feel like a five-year-old, a five-year-old boy. Speaking of five-year-old boys, tonight, joining us in studio, we got a five-year-old boy staying up late because he doesn't have school tomorrow. He wanted to check it out, so Parker is checking out the the podcast with us today. Parker, how are you? Good. Good. Nice. All right, so uh, you can check us out. Uh, We're on Facebook Live every Wednesday night, 1030-ish. We get started, uh, and then it's up on all your favorite platforms, Thursday morning, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Castbox, you know the whole nine. The whole nine. The whole nine. Actually, I think it's like four. Yeah,
1: but four, still, five, eight and a the half, whole four, nine. It's nine. The
2: whole four. So, Adam, let's get started, man. There's a lot, a lot of fun stuff going on today, and and something started, something happened to the Reds. Mm-hmm. They made a blockbuster trade the day after we went on the air. Yes, they did. So, we're about a week into this, Mm -hmm. but Homer Bailey is gone.
1: (laughs) Yes, he is. The Reds finally got rid of Homer Bailey. You are on cloud nine right now because you're two Billy Hamilton and then Homer Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Your guys you wanted gone more than anything um, are both gone now. Homer Bailey, uh, the Dodgers decided to take on his – well, – I, pay, pay what they needed to to get rid of him. Paid him off already... and gave
2: him his out, outright release the best they, they got, Homer Bailey, and then released him. And in return, the Reds pick up, uh you know, a, a really functional starting pitcher in Alex Wood. Mm-hmm. And a couple what-ifs, never knows. Well, one is a pretty solid. I mean, you Matt Kemp know. is – You know what
1: you're getting out of Matt Kemp. And you don't – I don't think you do know what you're getting out of Yes Yelp League. I feel like you kind of know just because – I just maybe just for me because i don't i know not to overexpect i'm not so excited that i think he's going to change this lineup drastically and make it the best offense in the league or anything like that i don't think that right. um who knows if he you know he, he might not be an everyday player he wasn't an everyday player really in in los angeles they kind of rotated guys in he got he, he was, played a lot he
2: was in triple a last year i yes, mean they they right.
1: they him down to triple a so it's not that
2: it's not like they're scared, not scared uh or, or that he hasn't been there before,
1: right? So um, yeah, he because he's he's an inconsistent player. You know, he falls in love with the swinging from his heels and trying to hit the ball out of the park sometimes. And and he, you know, he he's got a little a little ego, a little I don't know if ego is even the right word or if it's just he, he has some inconsistencies in his in his either personality or just the way he's behaved. Since he's been in the league, and remember, he came up as like the top dog, the oh, top. Oh man, when he came.
2: Uh, well, it came with. I mean, it was like a, it was like a a a myth, like a mythical creature. Right. He comes over, uh, you know, on a on a raft of tires and gets <laughs> gets held hostage in Mexico somewhere, and and somebody had to come and pay some money to get him out. I mean, it was just it was crazy. So, and and he is a five-tool guy. He's fast. He's got an absolute cannon of an arm. Yes. And but he's and he can kill a ball. He can mash. And in and as a lefty here in in Great American Ballpark, everybody knows that's what that ballpark was made for. Ken Griffey Jr., Adam Dunn, that's why they built that park that way. Exactly. That's uh it's it's a it's a hitter's ballpark. It could be a great addition for him and maybe Cincinnati is
1: Low key enough. I mean, it got Matt Harvey sixteen million dollars. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And and that's the thing about this is I don't care. So let's let's talk about total. They got Alex Wood, Yasiel Puig, Matt Kemp, and um, uh, sorry, Kyle Farmer, um, catcher slash third baseman, I think, or infielder. Um, he's gonna be he's gonna be a bench player. He may be the backup catcher. He may just be a kind of a back, just a, basically probably a bat off the bench. Right. Um, and then and then he'll spell barnhart maybe once in a while he um, will be the backup catcher though at this okay. point in time I, it's him or kasali right yeah i think yeah i would say uh, yeah so yeah he he will probably be so he'll he'll be you know uh, hopefully that'll be a big pickup that may mean just as much as any of these other guys because you know the some years the reds have a decent bench some years they have an awful bench um i they had an okay bench i think last year And hopefully Kyle Farmer gives them another bat that's at least decent enough to fill a hole at the end of games or whatever. Um, So anyway, they picked up those four. They also got seven million dollars, by the way. I don't think a lot of people are are talking about that. But anyway, uh, and then the Dodgers got Homer Bailey, Jeter Downs, and Josiah Gray. That prospects and they're trying.
2: It was one hundred percent. They were over the luxury tax. they were trying to get rid of some contracts, and they did, mm-hmm. and they got rid of some money to get them underneath that luxury tax deal, and then they'll go give themselves room to go after, to go after another, you know, uh, a Harper or whoever right. out there. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So and that also gives them that they're. I think they're losing another like fifty million off their salary or off their, um, off their books after next year. Yeah. So, so getting rid of all these contracts this year, plus what they get rid of after next year, they're going to have some serious room. And then now they just picked up two more prospects that they could turn around for, sure. you know, there, people are still looking to trade for a uh, Kluber or a uh, Bauer. Yeah. To, to the Indians. And that was another
2: thing that I think the reds were, and, and the reds came into this off season with money. Dick Williams said, we have money. We are, we are going to be active in free agency. They have not been active yet in free agency. I mean, just a big trade. Yeah. So I feel like there's still a move to be made in this case. Mm-hmm. I, whether it's getting Kemp and turning him around to an American League team and trying to you know, ease him into to being able to just be a uh, hitter as a DH and, and spell some guys on in the field, he can still play. Uh, I think he would probably start in left field for this Reds team if they kept him at this point in time. Uh, and then, you know, you have – Puig, Shebler, and Winker, that would rotate the other two spots. Um, so it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. And, and to me, I think next year, I think Winker is going to have to be an everyday guy. The way he hit the ball last year um, and, and his discipline at the plate, he's not a great fielder or anything, um, and he he's a slow guy, so he's not going to fill in in uh, center field for Hamilton. It's going to have to be, I think, Shebler or Puig in center field. Right. I think those are our options. And by the way, I don't want any, I don't want everybody to f- forget how good Philip Irvin was at the end of he last was. year. He was. He was
2: great. Philip Irvin at this point. I mean, it wasn't even at the end of the year. That kid mashed in spring training, and they didn't bring him in. They didn't call him up until halfway through the year, and he killed it when he was here. So he's going to be a great bat off the bench. Uh, no more Billy Hamilton. No more Homer Bailey. This team is st- is starting to. It's starting to be fun now. It's the it's the pre it's you know it's it's hot stove it's preseason it's all that, and we can get excited if we want to. But there's still some names out there, and the Reds still have money. And we thought this was a two or three year deal, and it might be a one or two year turnaround instead. Yeah, I, and I'm not saying they're going to come out and win the lead, win the division or anything, right? But uh, they're not. I mean, you got they have better potential to not come in last. the Na- The National League Central was the best division in the National League last year. Yes. They absolutely. had four teams vying for a wild card spot
1: at all times, all the way up to the end. The Reds were the only team not over 500 and I don't right. think there were any I, I don't think there were any other divisions with more than two, maybe three teams and this this one had we had four. Right. we, we meaning the National we, League Central. We the National
2: League Central, exactly. So, I'm 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 telling you I really think that this could be a turnaround. Now, now you got on and you were looking at uh you're looking at what this lineup would look like now just starting now as is uh we we both wrote down a lineup see how close we are to each
1: other's uh thinking so your opening day lineup right now is so so i didn't actually write it down so i'm looking at the depth chart and i'm going to do it right now <laughs> so kind of like kind of like you did with your picks every week kind of like i'm um, doing right now so you're okay good <laughs> all right we're on the same page here um, I would think that either Jose Peraza or Jesse Winker can lead off. Jesse Winker wouldn't be ideal because he has no no wheels at all. Uh, so I'm going to say Peraza. I'm going to say Peraza 1. Um, I'm going to say I would put Joey Votto at, at 2. I would do Votto 2, Suarez 3. Um, then I would do Scooter Jeanette 4. Uh well hold on it's a, it's so, a lot I'm so telling you there's the some bats in here that's now this so. is
2: an offensive we we will we've already know that the Reds are a very good offensive team yes they were top ten in the National League last year in a ton of categories Joey Votto was on that was part of it thank you Parker <laughs> and but uh, they this is not going to do nothing but make it bigger and better and you're gonna and 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 it's it's
1: going to be a fun lineup to watch there's not a ton of holes in it. It'll be. Um, they should have a little bit more power this season with obviously with Puig, with Hamilton not in the lineup in Puig and Kemp, Puig and or Kemp in the lineup for sure. Um, that doesn't always. Well, okay, in this case it might just because uh, Hamilton batted two forty or whatever and two thirty or whatever, and even if Puig or Kemp hit the same average, they're gonna they're gonna produce more runs. They are. Um. So anyway, okay. So, without getting into that debate, um, I would say okay. So if Puig's in the lineup, he'll be fourth. Jeanette'll be fifth. If you know, if Kemp's in the lineup, he'll probably be sixth. Um, he had such a good year last year at the plate, though. Oh my gosh. Um. But I'll I'll stick with that four Puig five Jeanette six Kemp. Um. Which means, I'll oh, see then Winker. <laughs> Then Winker's hitting seventh. Yeah, uh, which that's he's too he's too good, too disciplined at the plate. I think to hit, so put he's got to so, get he's got to get on in front of somebody. Maybe he hits second and Vado hits third. <laughs> uh, I hard. mean, it would be a this lot of fun
2: to try to create a lineup. This is hard. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, Parker's out. Parker, thanks for hanging out for a little while, and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Don't forget to close the door on your way out.
1: <laughs> See you, Park. All right. So, anyway, Uh, sorry. So, I pretty much had. So, you're either. You're. You're. you're, You have Puig, Jeanette, and Kemp basically at four, five, and six, however you want to line those guys up. You know, Kemp can have the same kind of year he did last year and deserve to hit fourth. You know, I mean. Yeah. So. I mean the kid put, Kemp had a a, a phenomenal year twenty five and what are you eighty
2: nine RBIs totally. twenty five home runs two ninety mm-hmm. hit two ninety I mean I would die for a, for
1: for that I mean that's that would be that's an incredible bat to be in the middle of your lineup right so then Winker I guess Winker goes down or maybe you do the same thing um, they did last year and put Winker ninth maybe hit Barnhart seventh pitcher eighth Winker ninth as almost kind of like a second uh, leadoff spot basically mm-hmm. um and then roll it back over to peraza that was confusing because i didn't even because i i redid it six times but i mean that's a, i think i uh, so i'm w- i'm with you you so you so know who i got yeah,
2: yeah yeah so here's here's how i would do it okay i would lead Jeanette off okay uh, i'm not worried about wheels at this point in time there's a lot of sticks in this lineup get a guy who's gonna get in and and the the bottom of your lineup is gonna be good enough to where he's gonna be up a lot with runners in scoring position and people on base still so I go Jeanette vado and then that's where the struggle is uh I'm gonna go Suarez Kemp puig hmm uh and I just changed that because I did have puig fourth but I'm putting Kemp then puig uh and then and then uh let's see here so six that would give me uh, let's see. Who am I missing? I'm missing an outfielder. Winker. No, oh, Winker. Winker. Yeah. Winker's going to hit seventh. And Suarez is going to hit eighth.
1: Mm, I see what you did.
2: And P- so. Pra-
1: Peraza, ninth.
2: I'm sorry, Peraza. Peraza's per- hitting eighth. Peraza's so, Su- right. Suarez is hitting third.
1: And then Barn. Well.
2: Barnhart, that's who I'm missing. So Barnhart, Barnhart hits sixth. Oh, Okay. And I'd probably end up switching Winker and Barnhart in that case. So I'd go Jeanette, Vado, Suarez, Kemp, Puig, Winker, Barnhart, Peraza.
1: Okay. That'd be interesting to see how Scooter Jeanette would handle the leadoff spot. It would, and
2: would I don't be. think it'd be anything. I mean, he hit in four or five different spots last year. I mean, it'd just be another place for him to go. Uh, I I'd tell him, don't change anything. I don't want you to change anything. Go up there with the uh, with the thought process of, Hitting the ball like you have been mm-hmm. and just go at it. There this team isn't gonna
1: need that leadoff guy mentality because they're gonna be they're gonna get on base. That's the thing. You know, your leadoff <laughs> your leadoff position, your batting order mostly only matters to start the game. I mean, because it turns over well,
2: in throughout an entire year, that's what it's all about. Throughout an entire year, he's gonna end up with thirty more bats than anybody else. Right. Right. Be, so so you still want a bat there that's why it's no good to put a 230 hitting center fielder that on base percentage of 250, you know, pointless to put him there. Cause he's getting more bats than anybody on the team mm-hmm. and he can't get away, So, and they
1: didn't last year, they hit him ninth almost all I year. Know, I know. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I, I like your lineup. Um, but yeah. So, so that goes to show you, there are a lot of possibilities here and, and obviously it's going to, you know, however much Shebler gets worked in, you know, however much you know, I think
2: if- Shebler's going to get in there a ton. I, I, I it, First off, where who are you playing? In what positions in
1: the outfield is Winker playing center?
2: No, or Puig's in center.
1: I think Puig has to be either Puig or Shebler have to be in center, to me. Winker is so slow. He's yeah. so slow. He's he he's fine. I'm fine with him in either outfield spot, and then put Kemp in either of the other outfield spots. However, if if one if they if it works out that. One of those guys is more comfortable in right, and the other one happens to be more comfortable in left, or whatever. Great, it works out that way. If they both don't care, or if they both like playing left field over right, or whatever, then you got to just figure out who you know. Use all the all the analytics and all the oh yeah. Have fun with it. They got plenty of guys doing that stuff now. The sports science stuff and have fun
2: with it. Move them around. I'm good with that too.
1: Either way, I'm excited. Uh, Now we're talking. You got by the way the rotation. You you work Roark and Wood in there, so you have um you know, D.S. Well you have D.S.Claffani, Castillo, Roark and Wood are pretty much the four probably guarantees. Right. Right. Um and then you have Tyler Malley, who's gotta be right there at, at probably the fifth spot. Um, you know, at the end of last year Michael Lorenzen was was pitching well and was still really, you know, had his mind on being a starter um so he still wants that spot maybe in spring training all those guys go after it they have six guys going after that fifth spot and michael lorenz out pitches everybody and hits um and hits 310 i'm telling and, you. uh and uh and uh three homers and 10 rbis in spring yeah. training and um and comes out in that, in that fifth spot, and then we get his bat three times a game How, that's, every game. When you have, that's
2: the other thing. I mean, Lorenzen, don't get me wrong, was phenomenal at the back end of that bullpen last year. But when you got a bat like that, and a guy who wants to be a starter, and has proven that he can be a starter, and has been, I mean, he's had his ups and downs just like everybody else on right. this team, but has proven that he has the potential to get out there and do it, throw that but hit him, I'd be hitting him fifth, sixth. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Or, uh, I mean, maybe not really. Probably hit him seventh or eighth, but right. he, there's no reason for him to be
1: sitting down at the bottom, try to get him an extra bat in a game. I'll tell you what. We talked about the lineup. The only hole in that lineup, really, is the pitcher spot. If he's starting and he bats two or three times a game, there is no, no holes. Hole. Literally no, no holes hole. in those. No hole at all. That'd be fun. Uh, all right, so who – I fun. missed this. So who were your five starters? So you got DiSclefani. Well, okay, so you want him in order – Right now, I'd probably say, and it's tough because Di struggled at the end of last year. Castillo was like literally up and down. Every other month, he was fantastic. Every other month, he was terrible last year. So, I would say maybe right now, Wood. Alex Wood might be first. And then I'd probably go Di Sclafani, Castillo, Roark, and then probably Tyler Malley. You know, unless he, because he was kind of the same way. He had some good. That was
2: my. I shot him over on the right hand side. I, that problem. was my. The, I got four. And he was the first fifth, first of the
1: five that I put down. Yeah, um, but you still have guys like Cody Reed and Robert Stevenson and those guys that are still, you know, those those quadruple A guys that pitch pretty well in triple-A yep. for the most part, and then come up and do. Okay, in, sometimes in, in your, and pretty bad others.
2: In your wild card, Amir Garrett. I feel like yeah. I I really wish they would get off this bullpen stuff and give him another chance. I know that he had two great games and then fell off the table. Yeah. Was it last year or two years ago? Whenever it was, when he first came up, mm-hmm. and you know they pretty much stuck him in the bullpen. And you know maybe the guy's just not cut out for it because he struggled there at the end of the year, middle of the, middle of the year.
1: He did, he did. After he got, I think he got hit on the shin or something like that, but he or yeah. on the knee maybe. And he had to miss some time and when he came back he was phenomenal before that. He was so good the first couple months of the season out of the bullpen and then he got hurt, came back and it seemed like ever since then he he really struggled those last couple months. Um, so is Finnegan is Finnegan got a chance of ever coming back? Uh, or
2: has he ruined his is he ruined his spot on this team? All new coaching in here, all new everybody. Maybe he can work himself back in. Yeah, into. I don't.
1: I don't think he's ruined. I don't think even Stevenson, who had that Homer ba- Bailey mentality last year, where yep. he wouldn't. You know, we talked about that. He, even even he. It's a great point you just made. Brand new staff, really highly regarded pitching coach that came in here from the Brewers. Yep. Um, these guys will work. You know, this new coaching staff will work with all of these pitchers and hopefully finally weed out the guys that look you're a quadruple a player you know yeah you, you, you it is it, we're gonna we're gonna release you or we're going to trade you if anybody's interested you really usually can't get too much out of those guys but um we're gonna unless we're gonna,
2: somebody sees some kind of potential out of them sure
1: so but we both agree on disco uh,
2: Castillo Wood and Roark as f- four locked in guys to start the season right I would say so yes. so then you have Mally, Hughes Finnegan Stevenson and Reed
1: and I'm highest on Mali, I would say. Because Just because he was the most consistent. Like, and I, mean, and, and I think it. he's still the youngest of those guys, too, I'm pretty Is sure. He? I'm yeah. not sure about that. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, he's one of the youngest guys on the entire team. Right. Is he like 23 or something like that? Or, yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I definitely feel a whole lot better about this rotation than I did a month sure. ago or whatever right. before we got yeah. Roark. Roark, and, Roark and, and Wood come in, and all of a sudden you go from having –
2: Two starters, one starter really, and Castillo, who was a—I mean, Mally was the only one that was consistent all year. You got, um, and, and Disco had his. Like I said, Disco is the same way. I haven't looked at—I haven't looked at it at all, so I'm not sure.
1: But uh, <laughs> Joe Leonard said, pa- "Parker, Paw Patrol over nosebleeds, <laughs> or pa- Paw Patrol greater than nosebleeds." <laughs> Very funny and correct. Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Actually, you know, we're not a Paw Patrol house.
1: Not a Paw Patrol house. Okay. No, no. Okay. You know,
2: we've. Uh, I see the little toys out there, and and everybody's all these kids got them. We've never been a Paw Patrol house. I don't know okay. if that's a Nickelodeon thing, hmm. but we're more of a
1: Disney Channel uh, uh, family. You know, can't go wrong there. No, no. that's all right. I do it, man. You see those Paw Patrol things? Everywhere. They're everywhere, dude. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the Reds. <laughs> um, <laughs> no the uh, so yeah, I'm, and listen, let me say this. Even if the Reds would get – and the more I think about it, the less I think they're going to get Dallas Keuchel because he's like the highest-ranked starting pitcher that's a free agent, I think. If if the Reds are in it with every other club, then – Yeah, but, I mean, the thing is is the Reds have come out and said,
2: we are ready to be aggressive. We have the money to be aggressive. I don't know what that money is, but they haven't
1: spent any of it yet. That's true. and And, and you know – the Angels, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs—the teams that can definitely afford a lot more than the Reds can—may sure. not be looking for Dallas Keuchel. and
2: they may not want to bring on that kind of that kind of a a, a, a payroll hit mm-hmm. to something that they've already got locked up and and already are very good. Yeah, so uh, they can spend a little less money on a decent starter and put them at the five in their five hole. Instead of going after a guy like Keichel who's gonna be two or three. Yeah.
1: So so let me say, if even if the Reds get a hold of Keichel and add him to this rotation, I'm still not ready to say they are at the top of this division. It it's too it's too good between the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers, I'm not really that worried about the Pirates, although they're not that bad. Um between the three of those teams, I'm I still can't say they would be better than those teams for an entire season. I, right. I I just, I would have to see because you can't go from 90, whatever losses to winning your division. It's happened, but hardly ever. I mean, you have to make drastic, drastic changes and they are, they're working on that. Sure. But, but Roark Wood and Keichel don't do quite enough for me. Now, If the Reds trade for Corey Kluber and don't give up any of the – maybe they give up Kemp or something. You're going
2: to – yeah,
1: somebody's going. Somebody's going, and it's probably going to be somebody they just got, a Puig or a Kemp. Sure. If they get rid of anybody out of the infield, I won't feel as good. That's the thing that I've liked so far is they haven't – after all the talk about trading Scooter Jeanette last year, they haven't done that, and I was hoping they wouldn't just because I want to see this infield. It's so good. I want to see what this infield can do with some pitching as well. The infield is so good
2: offensively.
1: Yeah, Oh, yeah. that's what I Let's mean. Let's be honest. That's this I mean.
2: infield is not the defense They're that we not have good been. Uh, for, for the last eight years, the Reds have had a phenomenal defensive infield, going back to Phillips and all that. And Jeanette is probably the worst defensive second baseman in the league, but he's probably the best offensive second baseman in the league, so it makes up for <laughs> it there. Votto is a, a shell of his old – his Gold Glove season, uh, or two seasons, I guess he's got two of them. Uh, maybe he's only got one. Either right. way, he's got at least one. He's a shell that guy. I mean, he, mm-hmm. I, there's something about a guy who every time a ground ball's hit at him, he's falling back on his butt and backhanding it. Like ball can be hit directly at him, and I feel like he's always falling backwards and trying to backhand it. It every single ground ball, he's always doing it, and they boot and they kick off his heel and everything else, and that. He, he he's not the defensive guy. Suarez is probably the best he's defensive good. player good, that yeah. we have and he was the shakiest guy when we first moved him over there. Yes. So the defense of
1: this infield not great, which is which is one of the reasons that I that I valued Billy Hamilton so much because just I mean, you know, I know it doesn't matter if a ground ball's hit to Billy Hamilton, but um but it really it might because he can cut off cut off ground balls in the gaps a lot better than anybody else too so anyway i feel like the
2: his potential of cutting off uh an extra base uh was more valuable than him making a catch i feel like he had yeah le- I, he, he did that. that way more often than he would have making some kind of catch that nobody else would have made he made a lot of those right but he was he he gets to balls in that gap that cuts down doubles into singles Way more often than 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 he does make the fantastic catch.
1: And by the way, had one of the best arms in the league too. Had a really really I, good arm.
2: I wouldn't say one of the best. There's a ton. Well, of – Everybody has a really strong arm nowadays. That's that's and true. that kid, he's got. Don't get me wrong. He's not down. Very good him. arm. And accurate. That was the mm-hmm. thing about Hamilton is he was accurate. And that that is more important than having a strong arm. If you have a strong arm, but you can't throw but you're always throwing the ball five feet to the left or right. It doesn't matter. Billy Hamilton was accurate. Now, like I said, I don't. I'm, I'm happy Billy Hamilton's gone. He did have some good attributes. Now that he's gone, I don't want to talk bad about the guy. I'm <laughs> happy he's gone. He should have been gone two years ago. Instead, we got absolutely nothing for him, nothing at all. Two years ago, Giants were talking about it. You know, we were in talks with everybody else. You could have, you could have gotten something for him. Anyway, besides the point, we've already talked about that before.
1: All right. Well, okay. So we covered the lineup. We covered the uh, rotation. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's that—that's the thing you mentioned before. There's still—it still feels like there's more that's gonna happen. Oh yeah, Dick Williams said that. He said he it, we're, we still don't plan on being done. Oh, yeah, I mean, right after the trade was made, he
2: was saying we, we are not done. This is not over. I mean, it's January. We're not even we're not even in January yet. Pitchers and catchers don't report till February what nineteenth or something. Something like that. We yeah. have got a month and, well, basically a month, month and a half of fun that we could still have because they're going to have this team pretty well put together by spring training.
1: Let me finish what I was saying before about... No, no, not... No, I just mean... No, we started talking about something else. I didn't finish my own thought. The... I'm not... Even if they add Keuchel, I will be excited, a lot more excited than I would have been if they didn't do any of that stuff, but not as excited as if they figure out how to trade for Corey Kluber, I'll be on board with... We might... Losing something. We might be... Well, no. No, I don't on not Right, you... You'd be on ball, We're thinking this is a turnaround season. I'll trade Nick Senzel. I'll trade uh, Taylor Trammell. I'll trade just about anybody. I'd like to hold on to Hunter Green, honestly, but if it takes him to get Corey Kluber, yeah, I think that with the additions we've already made, I think that changes us enough. Corey Kluber is a Cy Young pitcher. Yeah, he is a Cy Young award-winning pitcher, and he's still at that level. That's a that'd be difficult. I don't know if that's if if that's if that's doable. I don't know if
2: they're going to be able to give up enough to get that. I don't know if they're willing to give up enough or that they have enough of what somebody might want to get for Corey Kluber. So I'm more excited about the possibility at signing a Keuchel, a Dallas Keuchel or something like that in free agency. That's more
1: likely to happen.
2: Right and and i that is just as exciting to me i'm i love that i'm i am totally good with that yeah give me another great beard on a pitcher it's only not lord's beard
1: by the way oh you poor guy you're you're dreaming about beards i I can't stop thinking about him i had to shave my (laughs) face if
2: you're just joining the nosebleeds uh sports podcast tonight i lost a bet uh the crosstown shootout xavier lost and i've got a terribly a terribly shaven face in fact the our little our little sign in the background you know our little sign in the background has got me with a beautiful beard adam with a nice beard and <laughs> son of a gun if my beard's gone
1: can we give a shout out to the artist on this 100% Let, let's talk about let's talk about Cody Gallant here for a minute your your brother-in-law my cousin-in-law if that's a real thing um sure Designed Killed and painted it. that. Killed
2: it. Drew it, painted it, did the whole nine yards, and uh I'm big on nine yards today. The the whole nine yards come out twice mm-hmm. now. Uh but yeah, did a heck of a job, man. It's awesome. And I'll I'll come back to the beard shortly and we'll be able to we'll look like the picture again. By by next week you'll be It won't be that. It'll be a couple weeks before it's before it's before it's where I'm comfortable. I mean well, you're it'll be there. okay. It'll okay. be there, but it's I'm not comfortable yet.
1: It'll be there, it'll be noticeable. Sure.
2: You'll be alright. All right. So anyway, uh, there's all kinds of other stuff going. So we got the Reds. Uh, I, I think we spent a pretty good amount of time on that. I think we got you know it's preseason. Pre is it preseason for baseball? Is that called preseason? I feel like that's a football or basketball term. Spring training. Yeah, but spring training's not here yet. It's the off season. Off season. Thank you. That's that's the word I was looking for. It's the off season. So we got you know there's there's a lot still to go with that. And we'll definitely get into that because we're a Cincinnati-based podcast. So anytime something like that happens with the Reds, we're going to get into it. Uh, Speaking of Cincinnati-based podcasts, let's hit on it real quick. Bengals stomped again. Cleveland, (laughs) another bet I lost. Well, I'm losing bets left
1: and right. You bet on that game?
2: I was trying to win my money back from the first Bengals loss to the Cleveland Browns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I went double or nothing. You got to learn at some point, my man, uh, betting on... Yeah, I did take the Bengals.
2: I did take the Bengals with the five. Was it five? Or I can't remember what it was. Whatever it was, they covered. So you got to get with your man
1: Pete. He'll tell you betting does not pay. Yeah, But he had fun. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he had fun in a lot of different ways. Um, I don't think I'm betting quite the money Pete was. I don't think so either. If you are, you're hiding it well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. So right, like you said, we can talk about baseball. Okay, so we'll touch on the Bengals real quick. So, so let me tell you that oh, that I, was that was literally
2: just the touch. I that was, was the whole. Have. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what no, I I, I,
1: I, didn't. I, for, I honestly, I forgot that the game was on. <laughs> I was watching something else, and then suddenly I realized, oh my gosh, the game started two hours ago. So I flip it on, and it's the end of the third quarter, and they're down twenty-three nothing. I'm like, okay, the Bengals are losing twenty-three nothing to the uh, to the Browns um who are a lot better than they have been the last couple sure. years but they're still not a great team they're not great no they're not even 500 so they <laughs> if if they would have won that game they tied they would be yeah. uh 500 but um anyway so i'm like okay so then i so then the bengal's kick a field goal 23-3 whatever starting the second starting the fourth quarter i mean i'm like okay well this isn't even worth watching I ended up keeping it on. I'm doing stuff around the house or whatever and it is uh and then they score like a couple of times pretty quickly in the fourth quarter. And suddenly it's 20 it ended up uh you know it's 26-18 and I think they had I think they had one more chance um or maybe it was even 23-18. Was it 23-18 before the before know. the Browns kicked another field goal? Anyway, either way, suddenly the Bengals are back in the game. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, See, wouldn't this be something to. I was the
2: opposite. I turned it on and watched the beginning, watched till halftime, and I was absolutely sickened and turned it off. And <laughs> I didn't watch any of it. I was like, wow, they scored 18 points. where <laughs> yeah. did that come from?
1: Yeah. Um, so it was, I guess it was kind of garbage time, but garbage time to the Bengals is all game long because the, every one of their guys that are playing are backups, basically, or just about, it seems like, anyway. Um, so anyway, that was that's my story about the Bengals. That's what I have to contribute. Is uh, I turned the game on late and saw them score and get back in the game, kind of. And then they came up short, and they are what are they now? What six and eight? Uh, no, six and nine, something like that. Are they six and nine? That sounds right. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Like Next
2: week. Uh, so this is week 17, last game of the year for the Bengals. Are locked on Bengals um, correspondent? Is that is that the correct way to go about that? Correspondent, um, yeah, I'd sure, say. yeah, sure. Insider, Bengals insider, locked on dot com writer Andre Edwards will be with us next week. Hopefully, we haven't confirmed. We we talked about it before so I might be jumping the horses here. But the
1: man might be so disappointed and so upset about and how this season. I understand has. if
2: he needs an extra week or two we can we can wait an extra week or two for him. But
1: yeah. uh right now the plan
2: is to have him back on to go over how terrible they are. So or were and you know how bad these injuries how how much of this season was injuries and how much of it was just bad coaching, bad playing, bad do your job kind of a deal mentality. So we'll go on to that. Talk with Mister Andre Edwards at Andre Edwards, oh six oh six, on Twitter. Check him out; great follow. All That's right, fair. so I would like I would like to uh, let's 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 say today is the day after Christmas. It is. So if you're listening to this podcast live on Facebook, twenty four hours ago was Christmas. What was the best thing you
1: got for Christmas, man? Best thing I got. Best thing I got. That's tough because I got a lot of really, I'm so spoiled. My my family does it up big every year. So, very spoiled. I got um, I got a new printer. A new printer Look for my you. computer. Um, yeah. It, a, a, a really good one, too. I didn't need a really good one. Uh, Santa went out of his way to Man, Santa, top what, of the line. Man, Santa, I'll tell you what, dude. Old Santa Claus, he, he hook you up every now and, he and then. He does all right. Um so I got a, a printer. I got a new DVD player. My DVD player hasn't worked for a long time. Wow, Blu-ray? Uh, it it is a DVD slash Blu-ray. It is a smart DVD player. Wow, how smart is it? Uh, that it, I didn't have a punchline. It wasn't a joke. Sorry. So I didn't. <laughs> no, it's um, it's so smart that it knows what DVD I'm gonna play before I even put it in. That's pretty smart. Uh,
2: so I, I, uh, we have, we pretty much everything we have goes on this streaming stuff. Now I hardly yeah. use my DVD player ever.
1: I probably will hardly use it, but yeah. I have been in situations over the last year or so that I'm like, man, I got this DVD. I can't find it on Netflix or Amazon prime video. Sure. I need to, I
2: see you more as I, I bet you use your VHS player more than you use your DVD player.
1: If I got my VHSs back out. Yes, I would. I would. I got so a lot of you don't good have, stuff. Man, I know. I know you do. A lot That's of good stuff on VHS
2: uh, about uh, every Michael Jordan game he's ever played in. I think sure. I'd
1: love to throw in "Come Fly with Me" on on mm. VHS. I also have it on DVD though, That's the thing. Uh, okay. So I can watch so it on re, DVD. You
2: re all your all your Michael Jordan VHSs. I'm gonna have to do that at some point in time. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to take all my uh, LeBron James DVDs
1: and turn them just you know make them digital or whatever. You can find any. Any instance <laughs> of LeBron's life on the internet somewhere. I guarantee that. There's no doubt.
2: Speaking of LeBron, how about, uh, how about the Lake Show? Nine-point underdog going into Oakland Christmas Day, the greatest day in the NBA calendar, besides the finals and playoffs, of course. And my Crushers. man, my man goes into Oakland and shows them what's going to happen come what, June? Is that when they play the the – is that when the – Finals. Finals is now mm-hmm. in June. In June. He's just letting Oakland know. Uh actually they probably won't even be playing in June because they're gonna knock mm-hmm. them out in the uh in the conference championship. In May.
1: Yep. Um I mean, yeah, we'll see about that. But um
2: This this Lakers team, you gotta you gotta admit, they look way better right now than than anybody thought that they were gonna be playing. I will agree with that. Yeah. I will agree with that. I I know that I get on this LeBron hype and joke around about that all the time because he's the, the, you know, father of my children and everything like that. But honestly, though, they really have been playing better, better, better than people thought. And it's because LeBron is basically just
1: trying to do it on his own right now. I mean, we know that he changes things. Look, and let me let me give this a shot. Um. Ivica Zubats. Oh yeah, Ivica Zubats, I I believe is the young man's name that had uh, what did he have? Uh, 18 and 11. Yeah, in that game, and he's the last three games he's averaging like probably 17 or 18 and like nine rebounds, eight rebounds, something like that. That's a kid that I think he's in his. Third, second or Somebody's third year. Somebody's buying into LeBron's system. He wasn't, or I mean, Luke Walton. Sorry, nobody knew who that guy was until until LeBron last came night, and, started. and until last night, that was when everybody found out who he was. Yeah, um, right. And that's, I mean, he's played pretty well the last couple weeks. But um, him it and was Kuzma Christmas both day. looked really good. Mm. One bad thing comes out of it. LeBron
2: says he heard something pop. He's day to day. I haven't heard much anything new on it. Uh, hopefully, nothing bad. Let the man rest. You've got a you're you're in good position right now. Let him rest for a couple of days if he needs it. Get him healthy. Don't let him go out there at 80%. Let him get into the 90% range or higher before you bring him back because you don't have a ton of room that you have to make up right now. You're all right. You can stand to lose a couple games and drop yourself down in that 7-8 spot and then get back on that winning streak when he comes back. So, I'm 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 I, I hope they don't push him back early. I hope he doesn't push himself back too early.
1: Yeah. I got. Um, I think that's what they're gonna do. I think they're gonna have him sit. That's the one thing that LeBron has been pretty good about is knowing his body and taking care of it. You know, for a while there, until last year, he was doing the whole "I'm sitting out." You know, back to backs or the third out of the three out of the four days or whatever and then last year he was finally like well everybody's doing that now so i'm gonna play all 82 right and he did that yep and he was fine well, there now
2: last year i feel like he had to because he was a big i mean he pushed adam silver and he was the one who really pushed the whole less back-to-backs uh you know uh, your your five-day road trips things like that and having more breaks he was the one that pushed that whole thing so when when they went and did it, I'm sure there was a back deal somewhere that said, Look, LeBron, if you're healthy, I need you playing every game then.
1: Yes. Um and that's that's how it works. And that's that's right. I think that was the right thing. So but but that's what I mean. He LeBron has been very aware of his body, how he feels. He spends whatever it is, a couple million dollars a year on his body, taking care of his body. He's good at at knowing what to do with that. And if he says, if he goes to Luke Walton and says, you know what, I'm about, about 85, 90, I'm going to take one more. We got the next day off after that. I, I think I'm going to at least do that and then see how I feel in a couple of days or whatever. Um, Luke Walton's going to be fine with that. Like <laughs> you said, Walton, first
2: off, he's not going to Luke Walton and telling Luke Walton and, and asking him if that's all right. He's going up to Luke Walton and telling him this is what's going to happen. <laughs> and, I mean, let's be honest. This. And and, and I say that as a joke. He's not literally going to go up and go, I'm sitting out. That's what it is. He's going to go up and have a conversation, but whatever
1: LeBron feels is what LeBron is going to do. Otherwise, Luke Walton wouldn't be there. Their next six games, they play quite a bit. They play six games in the next, uh, what is that, about ten days or so. Um, They have the Kings, the Sacramento Kings, tomorrow night, Thursday. They have the Clippers. So, Kings – Kings they they could beat. The Kings are better than everybody thought they were going to be, but Right. That's a very winnable game even without LeBron. The Clippers are a lot better than everybody thought they were going to be. They might lose to the Clippers without LeBron. They play the Kings again on the 30th. Two out of the 3, so you might be the Kings twice in a few days and go to 1. Then you have the Thunder, you're probably going to lose that game. Then you have the Knicks, you'll win that game most likely without LeBron, possibly. And then you have Minnesota, who was on a hot streak for a while, now they're kind of So that's eh. a
2: 2 week that's a 2 week span.
1: About a 2 week span and ha- at least half of you those can games you very... come out 500 very, you come out 500 vulnerable. and only lose a spot and only lose one spot in the West. Without LeBron. And, and have him sit two weeks. And he's not going to need that much time, I don't no, think. No, I don't think you will either. Because, let me tell you why. Because you are going to be there offering massages oh, dude, to that groin. let me groin. tell you. It's a left groin. I,
2: it's left groin. I will be in that groin. I've already – so I just <laughs> – I flew back from L.A. Uh, for like the it. show. And I will be up in that groin. <laughs> yes. I was up in that groin earlier this morning. Well, L.A. time, so it was like 10 o'clock. This time here, uh, he got a steam in, and then I kind of caught him at the end of the steam, helped him out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it feels, it definitely, I could tell uh, from going from the right groin to the left groin, there's definitely, you know, some swollenness in there. Uh, I don't know if it was just from my massage or or what, but uh, he was getting swole. Uh, so,
1: yeah, I think he's going to be all right. I think I, my magic hands will get him back here in about a week. I think they will, too. You're the best groin massager um, from what I hear, and um, so anytime I, I think, you need it, brother, I'm here. I for think you. no, I'm I'm gonna take everybody else's word for it. <laughs> um, anyway, LeBron, LeBron will be fine. He had an MRI today, and that was negative. So he he, I think he tweeted out, dodged a bullet or something, which made huge news. Everybody was talking oh, about. My LeBron, LeBron says dodged a bullet. Um, so anyway, uh, the biggest news of my day was LeBron saying that. Um, that way he did. He did. He did. Uh, I helped. Thanks to you. He I dodged, jumped in front he, of the he bullet for the him. dodged the
2: bullet. Yep, yep. He Pushed him it. out of the way. Yep. Took it in my right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Still able to use full strength in my right hand to uh, so to, it,
1: to to take care of his groin, though. So it, you protected his groin with your right, his left groin with your right shoulder. Let me think about
2: this for a minute well it's, I, I got shot from behind i wasn't facing the shooter i saw what was going on and i dove in front of him
1: yeah that's what i thought okay yeah. so but you okay <clears throat> so maybe okay maybe you were i was thinking maybe you were already massaging the groin before and look don't get i mean don't get anything dirty about this the groin is is a totally it's on the leg yeah The, no, the what you on thinking? The leg. no i wasn't that's what i'm oh, saying okay. I, if anybody's thinking anything bad i'm like settle down. Exactly. Get uh, your mind out of the gutter. I'm just yeah, trying to help a guy get back on, on the court, man. Exactly. Just Thank trying you. to help a guy get on the court. Thank you. He'll be back soon. Um and they'll be fine. The Lakers will be fine. Meanwhile, I guess Brandon Ingram will be <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. I don't
2: know. Kuzma's been playing really Kuzma. good here lately. Kuzma will be the guy they go that'll 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 take hold of that team and and try to lead them. But uh yeah, I don't know. So it'll be it'll definitely be interesting.
1: But I, I feel like you got to make sure LeBron has his has his time. He'll be he'll be fine. Maybe he'll miss a week or whatever. Maybe he'll miss that Kings Clippers Kings and then be back on the second maybe against the Thunder. He'll probably want to come back for that one. Um, I think you. I think he would want to be. I think that's his goal. I I would.
2: Well, when I was there, help rub down his <laughs> groin. That's what he said. His goal is to be
1: back for the Thunder hmm. game. You're making your mother upset. I don't think With it's my mom. This. I think it's my dad. Well, okay. It might be, but I feel like – anyway. Um, so if you're watching on they, Facebook Live. They play – that they play, that Thunder game is the Wednesday ESPN, the Wednesday night yeah, ESPN. Yeah, that's the other game, thing, too.
2: So, you know that he's going to be up for something like that. Right, Anytime he
1: right. can get out there and show his face, which he does constantly, he's going to do it. Right. Um, okay, so that's LeBron – so, okay, so the Lakers took care of the Warriors. We could go yep. in about the Warriors and – how much they're struggling because, look, Clay Thompson is shooting a career low. It's like 33% from the three-point line this year. He's struggled to find his he, – he had a tough time in the beginning, and then he kind of found a stroke, and he's, he's, he's um, struggling again now, but he's not even shooting as much right as he once was. So I don't know if that's just – if Durant's shooting more or if, you know, I don't know if Curry's shooting Man, more, I guess. but Boogie's going to be coming back here soon. Like he's practicing right now. He is. Boogie's practicing mm.
2: right now. This team, right when you start talking about the number 1 team in the West, the best team in the West and how they're struggling, which is annoying but, you know, te- if you know they're not going to win 70 games. So, whatever you want to call it, a struggle, we call it a struggle. But uh what are they 24 and 12 now, I think?
1: Uh, they were 24 some, and
2: 11 going into le- to like last that. night. Anyway, Boogie Cousins comes into this team. This could be I mean, you <laughs> That could be the shot in the arm that these guys needed. And he's going to be hard. You know what you're getting with him. You know what you're getting, but the guy seems to really love being around this team. Mm-hmm. It's all positive. He's all smiles. You can see the happiness in his eyes. He this this team you you don't usually say this, but uh, the <laughs> the number 1 team in the West is going to need a shot in the arm pretty soon cuz they're struggling. That dude could bring it. He
1: could. If he comes back though, and they still struggle, that's when you he might become what you know people worry about with boogie cousins if he even if they struggle though they're winning more than he ever did. yes, but in the middle of games that they're struggling, the way that he has behaved in every almost every one of those games, the way that he pouts and gets mad at his teammates and his body language and getting technicals and Getting tossed out of game when they're going bad, he has a hard time being a you know keeping his head on straight. Yeah. So I, I
2: like to see I like this. uh we we got Joe Leonard said said Boogie Draymond fight will be epic. So the, he has a hard time keeping his head on straight. That dude if 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 Draymond Green talks to Boogie Cousins the way he thinks he can talk to Kevin Durant. Could you imagine what that would – Kevin Durant is threatening to leave Oklahoma at the end of the year in the middle of a game because Draymond Green called him, whatever he called him, said whatever he said. Boogie Cousins just would have knocked him out.
1: Probably. <laughs> Probably. Which will be more fun to watch.
2: Way more
1: fun to watch. Um, but <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I want the – I, want I it, know you don't want it to happen. As much as everybody – as much, not everybody, as much as a lot of people can't stay in the Warriors because of how good they've been and adding Boogie Cousins and adding Kevin Durant and adding Boogie Cousins, people hate that so much. I still love this team. Number one because of Steph Curry. Oh. Well, my number one guy on this team, always and forever. I still, I still love if they get back to the way they played the first couple years – and just be the most just be that that Spurs team that beat that Heat team in, in the yep. um uh, what was it the f- whichever finals um LeBron's first year yeah or second year second i think um it was oh my gosh i no third was it the third cuz i think the second year was when they when Ray Allen hit the shot in game 6 to beat the Spurs and then oh, they okay. went on yeah. and i think the next year after that i want to say is when the Spurs okay. came back whatever year Either that way. was if they get back to that, the way the Spurs moved the ball in that series, and the way the the Oklahoma, Warriors that, did, that the Warriors did for the last three years, exactly. If they get back to that, here that's exactly. I want to see them win every championship for the rest of my life if they play like that. I really I love. I it.
2: think that that's here. I think that's. I think that's coming. I think this team is in. Like you said, they're they're in this lull. They're still winning games. They're still number one seed in the West. They're still you know, just pushing through, doing what they got to do. When things start to matter and these guys start, you know, you get three, four plays that happen and ball moves real good. All of a sudden they start, you know, that fun happiness comes back to them and they start – when the playoffs come, when it gets more important, you're going to see a more enthusiastic Warriors team. They just don't look – they don't look like they're out there giving a hundred percent. Not even Steph. Steph looks like I mean,
1: Steph's walking up and down the court a few times. Like the other day, they're they're bored with it because they've won so much. Yeah. Let me tell you though why I'm still I'm even more worried though. I don't, I'm not sure that's going to happen. What you were just talking about, number one, because Kevin Durant changed that a little bit. He's a great player. He can. But the ball stops there. The ball kind of stops. It doesn't move like it did before he got there. That's one. That's one thing for sure. If you add Boogie Cousins, who's not, he can go out. He started shooting threes there at the end of his time in New Orleans, and he can make them, but he's not a three-point shooter. He's not one of those stretch fours. He's more of a, he's closer to a traditional, he's got his body's so big, he can go down there and score in the paint, and I think that's what he's best at. So he's not going to like run up and down like an Andre Gudala, like a Sean Livingston, Share the ball as much as possible and and score because he the rest of his guys are sharing the ball that way, and he has the two best shooters on the planet on his team it's gonna you know it it might go into him and stop there or he might have to pass you know he might have to back a guy down a couple of times and then maybe score and then maybe a double team comes and he throws He's it back out and slow make down move a little around bit. but if all those guys are not at the same time, it's going to look a lot different, I feel like.
2: I don't feel like Boogie's going to play enough when he does get here to make that kind of difference. To, I agree. To slow the ball down. I think he's going to be a role player for this year. But at the same time, I mean, I feel like anybody that can be put in, put in with this team, if you can accept to pass the ball, if you can accept that, Get it. If you're open, shoot it. If you're not, get rid of it now. Like don't think about it now. This is it. Yes. Open shoot, not open pass. That's it. It's mm-hmm. it's that quick. It's gotta be that quick with that team. And when they do it, it's one of the more fun teams that you've ever seen in your life. Absolutely. So it'll be I think I think they'll be fine. It's it's a law, man. This is that thing where I mean in the beginning of year they're fine. They have their spurts here still there. They're they're gonna be fine. I'm they not worried
1: were, about it. They were so they're even less interested this year, it seems like. And yes, they will turn it up when the playoffs come. They will turn it up, but they had to do that last year in the Western Conference Finals, and they basically, I they just about uh, got, they got beat.
2: They got lucked out. Chris Paul, Chris, Chris Paul sits out. He can't play. Chris Paul, phenomenal, obviously phenomenal player. Chris Paul sits out, and <laughs> the Rockets set a record for most three pointers. Twenty-seven, missed. I think it. They was. missed. They missed twenty-seven in a row. Thirty-two for the game, or something like that. So.
1: Yeah, it's that they shouldn't have been in the finals, honestly. Yeah, I mean we don't know what would have happened in that game seven if CP three was there or whatever. But um either way, I'm not sure. I'm actually for the first time in four years starting to doubt a little bit that this is truly the best team and they're gonna just roll over everybody again. Starting to doubt that a little bit. Maybe
2: I, they don't. Maybe they're not the team that's going to roll over everybody. But you can't say that they're still not the best team in the West or best team in the NBA. Right. Well, right now they're not. But I would take them right now today against anybody. Still.
1: Well, when you have that to, kind to of win, talent to win a game, like to win a series, starting yeah, right now.
2: Yeah. Man,
1: talent like that. I don't. I don't care if you're struggling.
2: That is the kind of, when you got that kind of talent on the court that can turn around. In a half, I mean, literally, the Warriors used to do that all the time. It'd be a close game for till half, and then the third quarter, they'd outscored their. Yeah. It was something ridiculous. Like they outscored their opponents on average, like forty to twenty in the in the third quarter. Right. So, I mean, it's that's what I'm saying. It's a that with that kind of talent, it can change in a quarter and in a half. I I, I'm fine with them. I'm still I'm still until you show me that you can't win games anymore you're still my team. They're
1: number 1 in the west for a reason still. They I I think they have some things to work out chemistry-wise and and Xs and Os-wise just because it's well more effort, I think. It's more effort than anything else, but um and then some Xs and Os basically just that just getting back to moving yeah, and passing moving the, ball. the ball around. Yeah. Um anyway, I'm I look. Yeah. If, if I have to take one team that I am I say is going to win in June, okay, that's my team.
2: 100%. I'm with you on that, except for the Lakers, of course.
1: <clears throat> big three. Anyway. That was uh, number one on the big three. <laughs> number two is the rest of the Christmas Day games. Yes. So, we talked about this last week for a while. We were so excited. I mentioned that uh, when, <laughs> when I go to the last couple years – Um, you know, whoever's house we went to for the Christmas open, uh, open, open, open house. Thank you. Um, for our group side of the family, the, the TV has not been on the Christmas day basketball games. Okay. Um, the, the most likely that is to happen is if it's at your parents' house. And I think if it was there, it would have been on anyway. I'm so glad that I went to grandma's had a great time hardly anybody was there but it was still a great time still a great time had a lot of great conversations um no basketball no basketball so we i even asked if she was we even asked her last week on the show to make sure it was on she didn't get a chance to listen to it yet she told me okay didn't get a chance to listen to last week's yet um she's going to catch up um she's also you know she's also listening to another podcast as well the the uh, cheap seats oh yeah so yeah. she's got she's got some uh She's got to work those into her schedule, you know. So, anyway, um, basically, I turned Christmas Day basketball, which started at noon, I turned it on about 9.30 last night (laughs) when I got home.
2: After all we talked about last week of how excited we were to just sit down all Christmas and watch basketball, how fun it would be, I did about the same. The only time I turned it on, there was about a minute left in the first half of the Lakers Warriors game, watched till halftime, went upstairs, never made it back down.
1: I watched like kind of the fourth quarter, I guess, of that game and then um and then some of the, the first kind of little part of the Jazz Blazers, which was that last game that started at 1030, 10.45 or whatever. But really quickly, going back, so I obviously didn't get to see the Bucks Knicks. Bucks, as expected, beat the Knicks 95 Giannis did, but did his what thing. he does every single game, 30 points, 14 rebounds. Um, and by the way, what, what makes him so good is his, his addition. So he's, he's averaging like 14 rebounds a game right now, which is, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like 30, 14, and then he'll give you three or four assists, uh, three, three steals, three blocks, two or three blocks. Those things don't sound like big numbers, those that that complete a game, I mean, that is what makes him what I think is the MVP of the NBA right now. Wow, more than more than
2: because uh, I'm going to tell you, Kawhi. <sighs> okay. I know it's LeBron for you, but no. Uh, well, we talked about this last. year. <laughs> we did. LeBron. LeBron is the MVP. I mean, look, I'm, he,
1: he he's does, the MVP of the decade. He's we'll the, just, yeah. At the end of the <laughs> decade, we'll just he say LeBron's the MVP. Yeah,
2: we'll give we'll give the '90s to Jordan and. Well, the, the, the late 80s, early 90s to Jordan, we'll give this decade. Anyway, mm-hmm.
1: I, I Anthony Davis is – have you seen the numbers Anthony Davis has putting up, been putting up? I, I've seen the numbers Anthony Davis has put up for the last two years, and the, there's a lot of talk now about Good where he is night. going next he, year. Yeah. This dude is the MVP in waiting. He's just waiting for his turn right now. As soon as he gets on a, on a team that is a top two team in either conference – He'll be MVP. That kid,
2: watching him handle the ball. He was a point guard in high school. Yep. And he didn't start growing because until yeah, because he was year. like 6'2 or something. Yeah, like he that. didn't start growing to a senior year. He he handles the ball. He can shoot. He plays defense, which is phenomenal. He is good. He's got a mid range jumper. He's got a back to the basket game. The guy can do everything.
1: He's about as and complete, and he's got a player the best
2: eyebrow anybody's of anybody in the NBA. That still
1: bothers me a little bit. I mean, he can't why get don't rid you? of it now. I know he I, won't. It's his
2: name. It's a unibrow. He I mean, he's the unibrow. Right. He's he forever will have to keep that. Which he, I
1: feel bad for the guy. He doesn't have to. He chooses to. He wants to keep it. Well, yeah, it sets you apart, you know. It doesn't set you apart. The way you put that, th- th- the fact that you're a top three player in the whole entire world sets you apart. And you have you a unibrow. A, you don't need that. Just be Anthony Davis and have that is Anthony have a, Davis. Have a dual brow and <laughs> a dual brow. A dual brow and 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 just average thirty two and sixteen. For the rest of for the next eight years, on the Lakers, and then that's
2: what I was gonna say is he going to the Lakers? What kind of team would that? Think about what that they're gonna have. If so, the Pelicans, if they're smart, they're already in conversations with Anthony Davis. Do you want to be here? If we offer you money, are you gonna stay? If not, that's a no. We're getting rid of you, and you they have to get something for him. Who out there has pieces, the right pieces, to get an Anthony Davis? The Lakers got a lot of young talent. They do.
1: They sure do. Think about him
2: in in a Lakers uniform next year. That would be. I, I mean, I,
1: I, I mean, how much fun would that be? In in, I'm going to say this. I don't know whether the Lakers are going. Even if he goes there next year, I don't know if the Lakers are going to win a championship. In 2024 the lakers are going to win a championship and
2: lebron won't be there
1: no lebron will be there it'll be it'll be it'll (laughs) be lebron jr (laughs) it'll be lebron james senior anthony davis lebron james jr and it doesn't matter who else um and they're going to win the 2024 nba championship that'd be
2: pretty cool i i would enjoy that it would bring a tear to my eye to see me Dad and son win a championship together. It'll be
1: Bronny's rookie year. and Bronny's rookie year. and uh, The
2: last year for, for senior then.
1: He's gone after you that. You know what? Six years, I mean, eh, he's, he's Dude, he'll be like 40 then. He'll be 40. Hey, I mean, Vince Carter's playing in the NBA right now. He's 41, I think. Dirk Nowitzki is 40 or 41 playing in the NBA. Mm, uh in the NBA right now. In the NBA. <laughs> yeah. In the He NBA. he he's taken a few shots since he's been back for a couple weeks. Um let's move on to Rockets Thunder. That was a four point game. I can't believe I missed that one. That one those that like middle probably would have been the best. Those game middle to watch. that one and then the Celtic Sixers after that one. Those were the yep. two big ones I was really excited about. Missed every Celtic single or Sixers, second of both.
2: Or Celtic Celtics Sixers looked like it wasn't even that much of a game. It looked like the from what I understand, the Celtics handled that game pretty well the whole game,
1: and they may have. I, of course, I didn't get to see it, so final score was only a seven-point game. But um, you know, two of the best teams in the East, right? So yep. um, Kyrie had 40. From what I understand, he was incredible. He is. Look, Kyrie might be the best scorer in the NBA. He might be the best scorer. He can he can shoot. He can get to the rim. He can finish. He creates space around. for himself better than anybody. His he's so quick. He can he can make a shot around the basket from any angle you need him to. You can throw defenders at him from wherever. He will find the exact amount of space that a basketball <laughs> fits through hands or whatever else and find a spot to find a way to get that to the backboard or just over the rim and into the rim. That man can score in about every way In possible. Bunches. He had forty. Tatum had twenty three and ten. Marcus Morris had twenty three. The Sixers Embiid had thirty four and sixteen. He had a he had a superstar game. Um he had eleven points, fourteen rebounds, eight assists from Simmons, Butler had twenty four. So the Celtics are finally I think starting to find that defense that they played last year um because they struggled for a while. They were not yeah. playing good defense for a while. They, I think they're finally starting to get that back. I think, you know, uh, now the best, since Popovich kind of lost all his guys, um, maybe the best motivator, the the, the the coach that gets the most buy in from his players, maybe Brad Stevens now. He should have been coach of the year last year. He should have been coach of the year last year. Hopefully he'll be the coach of the year this year. I think they're starting to put it together. I still think they could still be the Celtics, could still be the best team in the East even over Toronto and Milwaukee and the Sixers, obviously. It's going to be fun. The the East is definitely getting much better. Uh, James Harden has turned the Rockets' season around for the last couple weeks because he's been he's been putting for, up like 40 every night. Guys, unbelievable. He had 41. The um, beard. The beard. The unibrow. We got the beard, the beard. There you go with the beard. You poor guy. I I'm know, so sorry, man. man. That's all I can think about is how I had to shave this beard off today. <laughs> um, speaking of guys who have played out of their minds the last few weeks, Paul George. Um in a losing effort he had twenty eight. Uh of course you had Russ with twenty one. It's nine taken Paul George
2: two years to figure out his role on that team. And he's I think he's finally fit into where he is.
1: He's fit into that spot now. I think he's more comfortable now. He figured out how to score, how to score with Russell Westbrook without the touching the ball as much.
2: You're not gonna you you just don't get. You're not gonna have the ball as much. So when you get your chance and your opportunities, you need to make it happen. Of course, when he had that forty point game, I think Westbrook had eight points in that game, and they won. And they won. And Westbrook, I think, is start. I think it's a combination because I think Westbrook understands when he needs to take when he you know forever he was the guy who just had to go out and take it over. He had to for the last three years just go get it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, PG last year kind of suffered a little bit. He didn't have that great of a year. But this year, both of them working together much better. I think that Oklahoma team's a lot of fun to watch right now.
1: I agree with you. Um, So the Rockets beat the Thunder 113-109. Celtics beat the Sixers. We talked about the Lakers won by 26. Yep. And then in that last game, the Jazz beat the Blazers. They held the Blazers to 96, um, which is pretty impressive. So – uh, especially because I mean the Blazers can can put numbers up in bunches and they um and scoring overall has been been up this year. So so the Jazz kinda of, same with the Celtics, found that defense that they played last year under Quinn Snyder and yeah. and uh, started doing that again. Um so you have by the way, Joe Ingles is one of my favorite players to watch in the league. Um <laughs> Another lefty, kind of similar, a little similar to Ginobili. Not really the same game, but just, like, unorthodox mover and uh, kind of a crafty little guy. He's not not little, actually. But, anyway, just fun to watch. Just a lefty doesn't look like he should be good at all, and he's really good. Crafty. Never mind. He is. (laughs) He's a good basketball player. All
2: right, all right, all right.
1: So there you go. That's the rundown. That's the rundown, and
2: that's pretty much the big three.
1: It is. It's only two, but it's not, only yeah. two. If you want to, here's here's the other. Here's the third. Yesterday on Christmas Day, All Star voting started. Oh, yeah. You could yeah. start voting for the NBA All Stars yesterday. Get out there. Your vote counts
2: for one third of the vote. Correct? Isn't it? Fifty is percent. It? Oh, it's 50%. Fans are fifty percent. Oh, that sucks. Fans Man, are fifty. No, Players who cares? are twenty five. Media is twenty five. Who cares?
1: But. <laughs> So either way, you can vote. Get on NBA. dot com, the NBA app. Uh, you can, you I think you can use like Alexa or something now. I think Is that you can, right? Yeah. Yeah. You um, can say,
2: "Hey Siri, vote for James Harden." Yeah. One
1: of those. Yeah. I, I wanted to throw
2: that out there because when I listen to this in my car, uh, I've said, "Hey Siri," a couple times, and as I'm listening to it, it my, the whole thing pauses, and Siri jumps Siri on comes it. <laughs> <up>. Very nice. <laughs> So I like to mess with some people while Um, they're driving around or doing whatever they're doing.
1: In that case, hey, Siri, play Kenny G. Nice.
2: Yes. Good work. Oh, I probably shouldn't have talked so fast after that. Try it again.
1: Hey, Siri, play Yanni.
2: You'll like Yanni. (laughs) I don't know who Yanni is. Is that like, is that the guy that You're is like that Yanni. that little
1: bald guy with the glasses that never ate food for a long time? <laughs> no, that's uh, no, that was the guy that Eminem always made fun of. Um, shoot, <laughs> I forget now. Nah, I forget who Yanni- Gandhi, Gandhi. No, no, it was. I uh, was talking about Gandhi, the little bald guy that never oh, ate. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, Gandhi. Sorry, I thought <laughs> you were talking about the the, the Moby 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 Moby. <laughs> that's what.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> right
1: yeah gandhi and
2: moby so is yanni like a is yanni like a combination of gandhi and moby he's
1: oh man maybe and kenny g and kenny g (laughs) yeah if the three of them had a baby together it'd be yanni it might be yanni check yanni out hey siri play yanni so anyway um (laughs) look we've got a while it's uh, you have until january 21st to vote yes okay that's when the voting ends that's martin luther king day the next kind of big day in the NBA, they play games all day on the, um, on Martin Luther King Day as well. You have, we can go through, we'll have time to go through the All-Stars in the next few weeks. All right. But, and and I also don't like to, now the NBA is finally waiting a little bit to start their All-Star voting. Uh-huh. They were doing what baseball does and like three Second weeks Second week in, into the yeah. season, let them vote. Right. And yeah. that's that's way too early. So anyway, let's wait until, you know, the first week or so in January is over, and then start talking about it because then we'll only have a couple weeks that to, sounds to get good. your votes yep. in and stuff.
2: And we'll we'll put our picks out there before uh, the week before uh, to let you know what we think. Yes. Because that's what everybody really cares about. Well, everybody is waiting for our picks. Our picks. <laughs> Ride them in stone. Come down from the mountain. That is – they will be what everybody wants. There you go.
1: Any other good things happen to you this Christmas, man? I really everything good happened to me this Christmas. It's just I I I really have really been liking Christmas more and more every year. Yeah, just getting together with the family. You know, uh, just you yeah, have the you guarantee. You the, the 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 thing everybody says. The thing everybody uh, says. Family, right? And it, right. It's tired. It's and cliche. Great and <laughs> beauty and great. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it really is. It, it it does. It means maybe I'm uh, I'm getting closer to the grave or something like that, and I'm thinking about uh, one foot in. You well, all right I'm, there, I'm big done. Hey, look, thirty six, man. I'm almost thirty seven. I yeah, I'm you know probably more than halfway there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, speaking oh, of
2: uh, your birthdays, come. Oh no, we'll have another one before your birthday. It's in, it's in a few weeks. Yeah, it's we'll, have, we'll weeks. have another show before your birthday. We will.
1: Um, so yeah, who cares about that? Um, anyway, vote for the All Stars. The Christmas, yeah, the Christmas thing for me is, it's great. I don't know. I'm I like I said, I'm I'm spoiled. I'm very lucky. I got a lot of great things.
2: If you're listening
1: to this live,
2: I'd just like to say Happy Kwanzaa. I didn't realize that today was Kwanzaa. So,
1: if you celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa today. Happy Kwanzaa to you. Um, Happy um, Hanukkah, like. I don't know, three weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, is your um, birthday January ninth? It is the nineteenth. Oh yeah, I knew there was a nine in there. Okay, yeah. the well, ninth our, is a the ninth
2: is a Wednesday. Is a Wednesday, yeah. so
1: we would be on. No, the nineteenth. I think it's a sat. Maybe it is a Saturday. a Saturday. You going out? You doing anything big for the big three seven? I'm already planning on just getting so hammered so just so drunk i just i'm gonna get start like a bus together or yeah have like there'll a, be a party bus party yep. bus um,
2: yeah. stripper pole or something like that in there uh
1: yeah no strippers but stripper pole well um, i'll be there so yeah exactly well that's exactly um so i'll bring my american flag speedo we'll do thank you You're uh we will i'm used to that now it's I'm, awesome i'm used I to it, it so <laughs> um <laughs> Uh no, I don't have any plans. Usually I go to dinner with my family for my birthday and that's all so I So Skyline. So we'll be going to Skyline. Yep. Um usually we do kind of a a little higher end place, not anything too Hi. fancy but for birthdays, but Yeah, oh, Charlie's, uh, Applebee's, <laughs> yeah. something like that. But <laughs> I'll I'll go to Skyline. Even if I go there the day before, I'll probably go there to the day before my birthday too. Um as a matter of fact, I will because it'll be a Friday and I'll probably be going to an Elder game. So um, I'll go the day before and then we'll just go ahead and go again for our birthday. Might as well. Um That's all I need. There you go. What about you? You I, I told you what I got for Christmas. What did you get for Christmas? I got a
2: Viking horn that you can drink drink out of. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's great. Pretty dope. Can
1: you bring that with you on my birthday Pretty party dope. bus? Oh one hundred percent. Thanks, man. I should have poured my water in that. Thing I was today. just gonna say I'll drink a lot of water out of that thing. <laughs> I uh <laughs> No, I got a ton of I got a ton
2: of really good presents everybody. Uh I thank everybody for everything I got. It was amazing great Christmas. It was just phenomenal. An awesome quarter zip sweater for my mom yes, that I get every yes, year. yes, good job, got mom. Got the quarter zip. Got the Came quarter zip. Through. Yep. She's been on a quarter zip uh kind of kick over the last few years. Huh? I think it's about four straight quarter quarter zips.
1: Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Now you have one for almost every getting there. Look, man. Wear a different one every day on the job, Monday through Friday. There you go. Next yep. year, you have the full the uh, the complete set. Yep. yep. Oh man, you know what I got? What'd you get? The the one of the things I was definitely most excited about. First of all, I don't. I'm not sure if he ever gets to listen to this, but my uncle Brent, all right, on my mom's side, Uncle B, Uncle Brent, he is a baseball guy. He's old school baseball guy. Loves you know. Hold he, on a second. Hold on a second. Uncle Brent on your mom's side? I don't know that. I'm sorry. On my dad. Did I say my
2: mom's side? I was trying to figure out My dad's side. My dad's side.
1: Sorry. It'd be my Uncle Brent. It would be your (laughs) Uncle Brent, too. It is not. It is... uh, So, anyway. Uncle Brent on my... Married into the family. Married my aunt, who was my dad's sister. Anyway. Baseball guy. Baseball guy. um, Loves the Reds and everything. He... We do a white elephant on that side. The man bought a white elephant gift of a white elephant no Ugh. just 10 billion times better than that a box an entire box 1990 tops baseball cards and a box of 1990 upper deck baseball cards that was his that was the white elephant and gift and you got it my cousin who is an enormous who played baseball in high school and college and coached baseball for a long time Got it. Opened it up. I stole it from him because someone (laughs) stole what I got. (laughs) So. Nice. I made him very upset. I stole it from him. He opened a new present. Cat yoga calendar. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, could not have been. That didn't get stolen. Could not have been. It actually got stolen because someone felt so bad for him. (laughs) I felt so bad for the guy. I didn't want to steal it. I'm not I am not one of those ruthless people in that game that just wants what I see. I might steal something that I want even if I know that person wants it, but I feel so bad. I can't wait for the game to get over so I can just give it back to the person. <laughs> That's what I tried to do. I tried to give it back to him. He wouldn't Sorry. Wouldn't accept it. Um I finally struck a deal with him. Somebody took the Cat Yoga calendar. He opened something else up and it was a it was a six pack of of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups which are right up my alley too. Yeah. Um so I ended up convincing him to trade me that for one of the boxes. He was really excited about the upper deck box. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I got to keep okay. so okay. we all got something worked out perfect. I got to keep the 90 the 90 tops box. He got the 90 upper deck box. We both got the the holy grail in those boxes which was the Ken Griffey Jr. Nice. That year um, you both did? We both. I got the Tops one. He got the upper deck one. The upper deck one was always worth more. His
2: rookie was at the 88 or 89? 89.
1: 89 was his rookie year. So, But they okay. had like the Tops all-rookie yeah. things in the 90. So, anyway, um, they're the all-rookie, whatever they called it in the upper deck and the Tops thing. So, anyway, we got to we both got to open cards for a while after that. So much fun. Did you chew fun. the bubble gum? Did you eat the bubble gum? Let me tell you this. The bubble gum... There was bubblegum in every pack. Yeah. It was cemented to the back of the last card in every single Are pack. Are you kidding me? Cemented. I had to I got an old I got I had to get an old credit card out and try to chip away at it. And then after a while I stopped because it was just, just threw the last card away. It was either destroying the last card or or I had to leave it on. So I just started leaving them all on. So I have uh, how up. awesome! Every is pack that? has put up that? a stick of gum uh, how from much 1990 it suck
2: to get a Ken Griffey Jr. and that be the last card. Let me tell you, and have a stick of gum cemented to the back of it. I put it directly in the plastic, just like that.
1: That <laughs> that that year in the top set, there was a like Nolan Ryan subset of 500 strikeouts. So it oh, was like, nice. I forget what, it were like six different Nolan Ryan 500. 500, five hundred five thousand strikeout uh cards one of those one of those had the gum on the back of it so luckily i was collecting cards in 1990 and i already had that you already one. had that one, so you're <laughs> i still have go. it all right good so anyway good um Oh man, that's that, good. that's one of my favorite. I'd love to get that.
2: into card talk one time. I uh, I got a buddy who's a big card guy, and my dad's big card collector. Mm-hmm. We can, we could have some fun talking about that. I, we I, have to. Uh, do that, that was our kid. That was our childhood. Growing up was baseball cards. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll get into that. We keep talking about it, but we've never got into it yet. We got to do it. We'll do it. All right. It's, 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 so real quick. So my son got a pack of Pokemon cards. Oh, I wouldn't let him open it. Because I told him, I said, "Listen, this is the best practice. I don't really care what happens to these cards, but we're gonna do this together, so you can learn how to open a pack of cards without ruining them." Thank you, no, Mel. So glad you don't still bend have up any corners. Like don't bend. You know, keep the corners clean. Get that thing opened up correctly. One side open. Slide them out. Good to go. Mm-hmm. So uh, you don't try to do this. Just open the top of the pack and try to pull the cards out of Thank the top. You. It'll never happen. Thank You're gonna you. ruin two or three corners. Get that thing from that from the fold in the back, ripped open on one side, slide out, good to go.
1: Very good. Thank you for saying that.
2: You're welcome. We'll talk you, more I, about that later.
1: You could you could be a horrible dad the rest of the year just because you did that. Dad it, of the your year. Dad of the year. There you go. Your dad Sounds, of the good. Year. Sounds good. All right, man. You got anything else good going on? Uh I don't know. I'm 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 uh, in the middle of my long vacation from work. Yeah, that's right. Um, Twelve days. Twelve days. I got sick on. I started getting sick on the last day at work. So I've been sick the entire time I've been off.
2: Sound good today.
1: Um, I feel okay right now. I, I'm just – it started out – I thought I was getting, like, the flu. its I felt so bad oh, the first wow. two days, and then it kind of just turned into a cold. It's, it's a cold. But I'm just – a little congestion – Sound good, brother. It's, it's all right. Uh, the the um, tea and
2: lemon or whatever
1: you've oh, been doing. I've Been drinking so much hot tea, man. Yeah, I I drink it a lot in the winter anyway. But I went and got this immune booster, uh-huh. immune booster tea. You gotta get the immune booster. Uh, what do they put in immune booster tea? Uh, I think ginger is one thing that. Ugh. Yeah, gross, gross. But Ugh. they, it's it's mixed with other with enough other stuff so gross. that it's not that bad. Um,
2: Who in whoever decided ginger to pull and up that echinacea?
1: Root, Ginger root and echinacea. Now so, the
2: echinacea. Let me tell you about echinacea. So real quick story. I have no idea what echinacea is. So, <laughs> so whoever story's decided. story's gonna be great. <laughs> whoever decided to pull up this damn root, this mm-hmm. ginger root, and start shaving on it and using it to cook with, whiff, whiff, whiff. You whiffed on that one. I whiffed that one, and decided to start cooking with it. I am so mad at you right now. I know that dude's <laughs> dead or that chick's dead or whatever. I, that is the most annoying thing, the nastiest thing that you can ever put into any food or drink is ginger. It's you know what? Disgusting. It's ginger beer and these Moscow mules yeah, all and all this stuff. garbage is disgusting. I got this. I got this uh, box. This blue apron box of food. You know, make mm-hmm. yourself a little dinner. Gives you a little bit of everything you need to give you this little chunk of ginger. Shave it up, cook it a little bit, you know, and you put it in there. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I hate this stuff anyway. Disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. So there was two recipes.
1: Both had ginger. Second one did not get ginger when I made it. Good call. Good call. I, you know, ginger. I don't prefer. I guess in the tea, it's it's almost a little cinnamony. So it, like, it's not that it's not that bad. Are you sure I don't that's know. not the echinacea? Uh, I say that right? No, I think it yeah, I think so. Yeah, see that? Um if I said it right in the first place, who knows if I said it right? Anyway, um it's not bad. The tea is not bad. Um it's it's I just Well, good. Part you of, sound great. Thank you. You sound good. You sound thank good. You. We're we're happy to have you here uh sounding terrific. By the way, we missed one. Happy Boxing Day in Canada. Oh,
2: is today Happy Boxing Day or was it's, it's that Boxing Day in Canada? Boxing yeah. Day. In Thank Canada. you,
1: Natalie, for for yeah. pitching in there. I didn't Boxing see Day one. in Canada, and yeah. and I I've got to look up. I've looked it up before. Yeah, but I can't remember. I think it was last year at this time. Can't remember what Boxing Day means. But Happy Boxing Day if you're in Canada. Well, there's huh. a couple of big fights. In
2: uh, Charlo and, and his uh, the 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 brothers Charlo fought the a uh, couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, you know it's been a big. Big boxing week. Maybe they just have some main events out there or something. Possibly. There you go. Possibly. All right. Uh, That's – I don't know. That's all I've got. That sounds good to me, man. Well, uh, let's see. Big day for the EPL. I don't know what that is. Joe Leonard, thanks for the EPL. Shout out, but uh, no idea what that is. So, uh, everybody, we appreciate you checking in with us. You can catch us live every Wednesday, 1030, on Facebook. Uh, Thursday mornings we come out on all your favorite platforms, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. uh, What else is on there? CastBox and YouTube. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah.
1: YouTube. YouTube. Um, uh, You can watch this video.
2: This video right now will be on YouTube tomorrow.
1: Yep. It'll also be on
2: Facebook tomorrow. Yes, it will. So, check it out. Enjoy it. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming on and, and listening. And until next week. Actually, we do have real quick, we have a show in between. I don't know if it's going to go up, be posted or not, but this Saturday the Nosebleed Sports Podcast will be broadcasting live from Paul Witt's 50th birth- birthday party. Happy birthday, Paul Witt. And uh, we're excited to spend the day with you, bud. Big time event. Big time event. Big time event.
1: Bigger than Christmas
2: it'll be bigger than christmas there's no doubt about that my man's 50 all right so happy birthday to him and happy birthday to jesus we didn't say that happy birthday to jesus uh yesterday congratulations on on your birthday 2018 years old or whatever you are and uh you don't look a day over 2017 that's exactly right don't forget to turn your headlights on